0: Hi everyone, you're with Gracie and Katrina and welcome to The Good Room, where we invite you to settle in while we introduce you to a shit tonne of Australian perspectives. We've called today's show Wogs Like Us. It presents a collage of Australian perspectives, but from an outsider's point of view. It talks about culture, identity and belonging from an ethnical perspective, as one young participant describes it here.
1: Although everyone here has Italian cultural roots, you'll hear how they are far from a homogenous group coming from diverse ethnic, cultural, language, gender, and socioeconomic backgrounds and life experiences. What can't be ignored is the evidence within these accounts of enduring problems with Australian multiculturalism, which in turn affects how we, as Australians, live multiculturalism in our day-to-day lives. There is a lot to be said for having a basis and the basis is almost something nebulous, but it's tangible, and that is where we come from. And if you have a little bit of inkling or insight to where you came from and where your parents came from and their parents, it makes you stable, and I think it helps us cope with the pressures, the problems, and and the problems that are going to happen in life, as well as help us appreciate the beauty of what happens to us. So it's
2: a lovely... I don't know, it brings it all together. We still carry through those those traits and those qualities and and morals and things like that i get together with my girlfriends and we're all um you know italian or greek and we do we we, we think the same or we have that i don't know it's it's weird but then i go with my my australian girlfriends and it's totally different
1: and our girls you know, one of them um is sees herself as jewish and she did a bar mitzvah you know which is this coming of age kind of you know ceremony which was absolutely beautiful so this one is 19 and that's what she did and the one my other one is 16 and she's absolutely not interested in
2: religion so she hasn't she hasn't done it so i think the values are still you know highly regarded and especially i think you go back to them when you have got kids and my
3: son is a quintessential italian warmer
2: if anyone met him
3: you, you would not know that he was raised by gay women you know he's Partner is a gorgeous woman from Brescia, and he's so cool. And he's everything that I am not. He just looks like a typical Italiano man, you know, with a cigar and a cafe and andiamo a log on the street, you know, real Italian. He can be very
0: uh bogany,
3: <laughs> and, and then I turn around and see very
0: Italian stuff coming at him. And I say, You pick and choose what you want, <laughs> and it's interesting because he'll. Yeah, and he says, "Well, I, I, I can do that, you know. I can like my um, Italian salamis, and <laughs> and and I want to make the the um, uh, uh, prosciutto." He's been bugging Uncle. we have going to make the prosciutto, uh, and I said, "But you're
4: such a bogan!"
0: But he says, "I can pick and choose."
4: <laughs> there's a bit of everything, I would say, because of his relationship with my parents. He'll ha- he'll have a idea of Italian identity, I'm sure, but then we're, you know, his middle name is an Aboriginal name and we're very conscious of making sure he has a Aboriginal link too.
5: A connection to his
4: culture. Yeah. yeah. But I, th- I don't know, I think most kids these, these days are multicultural.
5: Well, mine are more Italian
1: than we were at one stage, they love their Italian heritage and they, you know, playing briscoa at school and, you know, introducing the other kids to briscoa, Italian cards.
5: No, big in soccer.
1: Yeah, you know that. Just they love their, um, their Italian heritage. heritage. We we kind of backed away from it. Yes. At, yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. We had to. Yeah.
0: It was there was a big push to assimilate
3: mm, with the Australian that's way. Right. Exactly. Very big push. As soon as we could, we just assimilated as much as we could, and then slowly, of course, we start embracing and your own culture. Think that's not really. I don't really want to go with this.
4: Kids from second-generation Italian families ever really fit in with all the whites, the, the Anglo's. <laughs> anyway, so you know we don't necessarily belong. We're in multiple camps. I don't know. The distinction was always there. It was different. You know, did different things with my nonna and nonno, and ate different food. And I just always felt aware that I was Italian. I don't know, as opposed to like everybody else. But I think it gives you the a feeling of belonging somewhere at least. So it's really nice to say I do belong to something.
5: But I never felt like, um, yeah, I didn't feel um, no. like I had to apologise. I never felt like I had to apologise. Well, I did.
3: No. When we first came to Australia, yeah, my neighbour, oh, you people and you people, it was always you people. I'd really from another planet. I know what I'm not. And I know I'm not Paul Hogan or, you know, Jeannie Little. I'm not, you know, your quintessential ally, you, darling, how are you? I'm not that. But I'm also not, you know, these um, Italians, the young Italian who live in, who live in Rome. I, I think I'm Italo-Australian, but I'm not only Italo, I'm not only Australian. I'm, I'm a marriage of two cultures and what happens in between those two cultures.
0: Well, sometimes I find that um, I don't quite fit I don't feel Australian. I don't feel Italian. I'm sort of uh, in a bit of no man land. Um, yeah, so it's just non belonging. Socially, um, sometimes it's uh, you, you're not quite e- accepting from either the Aussie side or the Italian side, but not always. Did you ever want to just
1: be like an Anglo-Australian?
6: Yeah, when I was 14, yeah, yeah, totally. Of course I did, you know, I played football, had a lot of Aussie mates, Um, I still do. Um, But yeah, um, definitely at that age, I wanted to be Australian, that's for sure. Because it was so different to what I was used to at home, you know.
5: (laughs) But I would never stay, I'm Italian. I'm Australian, but I mean, only just to look at me and to know how I live, people understand (laughs) that, yeah, I'm Australian. But, but, you know, inside, I'm my Italian. blood is Italian. Yeah. But I would never say I'm Italian because I'm yeah. Australian. Yeah. And I'm the oh, other way say around. you are oh, yeah. 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 I am Australian. I was born here. My parents were married here. Yeah, there, I know, so but I just yeah. always well, felt Italian. But, I Australia. mean, if you look at me, you, you know that... You yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. well, I can't say I'm Australian because people don't believe me. People were unkind. They didn't know they were being unkind. I remember once I was talking to a lady at the tram stop. And I said my husband was Italian. She said, oh, how lovely a day go.
7: And I was catching the tram and I saw one of this girl in our street and I said, oh, do you know, Felicity, she must be in your year. She's got, she had a hoodie on and she's got her name on it, blah, blah. And he said, oh, yeah, she's, but she's in the, in the, she's in the Aussie group. And I go, what do you mean? And he said, Oh no, I don't hang out with them. I hang out with the wogs. I'm thinking, what? You know. He's not, he's half angler. I mean, I knew he had a lot of friends who were Greek and Italian backgrounds, but most of their parents are like second generation.
0: Mum was 11 when she came out. When she went to school, um, all the girls used to, the first words she learnt were shut up and go away.
7: Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, and there was an Aboriginal girl there um, and they put them together because they were different. Wow. So did they grow up being mates in the end? Yeah, they were friends, but mum didn't go to school regularly because, one, you probably... I don't know how the, how it happened. She didn't go to school, so if she was needed on the farm, she stayed home. So she didn't go to school. She went a couple of years and then she stayed home. Um, but, yeah, first yeah, words cool. was shut up and go away.
7: I knew that a lot of my friends would go home and their parents would do their homework or they'd have, you know... Oh, you know they had heaps of books i remember thinking we don't have any books we don't have any books in english we have the only thing we have is the italian um newspaper uh we that once they my parents bought encyclopedias as they do you know the daggy ones you know it's a world book or something some daggy encyclopedias but i remember reading them literally trying to read them cover to cover because i didn't have anything and i was really craving, you know. If I did homework, people, I'd bring you to school and they'd say to me, oh, who helped you with this? And I said, nobody. They go, oh yeah, right. So this is the teachers I'm talking about. You're going, oh, this is my work. You know, they didn't believe that it, that I was, that was my work. It was sort of like they didn't, ex- they had low expectations.
6: No, it was tricky, it was harsh. Yeah, it was harsh for me, I found it. Because there was a group of Greeks, there might be the odd Yugoslav, and then a few italians but the majority were anglo so and and we grew up in a real and this is real Anglo. i mean like you look at the houses around here dad would have vegetables and chickens in the yard chickens around everyone's got these flower beds and and it's real it's real that victorian style everyone was pretty pleasant but we stood out you know so and a friend of mine used to always say grew up in airport west he goes you know your problem is you grew up with too, with too many Australians around you. You were the minority. You'd have to grow We grew up in Airport West. We were the majority, you know.
5: But we had on no the academic, academic side.
6: Help. We had to really hard, find. Uh, we had to literally
5: go to every law firm in the city, yeah. knocking on the doors to find articles. To it's find called articles. Work, yeah. That's the year of practical work we need mm. to do before we're formally admitted. You know, become lawyers. Uh, law- yeah. uh, well, Tricary before we could practices. practice, before we could practice on our own, it was so hard. Tell yeah. you. But a lot of our friends at university, they had their parents, their uncle, uh, the father, <laughs> uh, or one of the parents, they were judges or, or, yep. or QCs or barristers or, you know, mm. they, they all or solicitors. They all had contacts, right? With us, we had no, we, we no contacts. So it was but we all, did it. everything was a struggle. Everything it. was a struggle, and everything mm. was a battle. Mm. It didn't but come it, easy.
0: it Didn't come on a silver platter. But uh, but it was hard.
5: satisfying when we when we
6: um, won the battle or when mm. we succeeded. You know. The biggest one I copped was I used to get made fun of because of my lunch. (laughs) Because
4: it was awesome, probably.
0: What year year are we talking? This is
6: the early 80s, so this is how show you how old I am. (laughs) I used to go, a panino would be filled with salami, cheese, ham, Mm. Mm. prosciutto,
8: you name it. Mm -hmm. Now, I used to
6: get picked on mercilessly. No one was going to trade me. But now, I can charge you 20 bucks for that same Mm. same same sandwich
0: like I feel like it's been gentrified like it's It's kind of been reappropriated and um, uh, even things like you know in the 90s you came in the peak of the frittata selling you know when frittata the garlic the garlic (laughs) I came in the peak of the garlic and
1: pesto everywhere (laughs) everywhere You go in cafes and there is there was pesto everywhere, and I come from Liguria. That's where pesto comes from. But you know we don't put it everywhere. We just have it in pasta, and that's it. We don't spread pesto in you know on our frittata.
0: <laughs> Here's a recipe. You get Nanda's um, you get pasta sauce
2: yeah. that
7: she
5: prepares with a, with, you in know, a I container with the, the date and everything right. with the meatballs. And you, you
4: carefully put it in the mix you that. It. You carefully mix that with Nondaviki's homemade pasta. pasta.
0: You boil
3: that and serve it up you've got a genuine Italian, genuine? Genuine, genuine. That (laughs) even I can do. That even
0: an
5: Aussie can do. One of my special friends was Maria. She came from Fondi, which is just outside Rome. I saw her once give her favourite chalk mouth to mouth. And she couldn't see, that was hysterical to me. She's standing there in the kitchen with the chalk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you <look> the...
8: <laughs> I, I
5: start to laugh, my... but you, you couldn't offend her. To her that was serious. That was her favourite joke ch- and it was choking. So she's giving it now to her. I've always been grateful for the relationship I've had with my mother-in-law. And she's always joked around with me and had a very relaxed sense of humour and always called me the little putana. It's actually a term of endearment. She had this other one that was really dirty. That was um, like you know when you say, uh, "When will something happen?" and you know it's never gonna happen. And she she her saying was, "Oh, when your dick grows a nail." <laughs> <laughs> like a fingernail? Yes. And I'm just like, the, like the mental image of it, like. When,
7: Realistically, you know what? They were really, really racist towards Italians initially. They, they, all, they all say, yes, they were, they, you know, you hear shock jocks on, I just, you know, say all the time, people like the Italians and the Greeks, they assimilated and they didn't, you know, there was no issue, there was no issue, there was issues. They, they hated the Italians when they arrived here. They, they just, you know, they just have very short memories. My granddad was called every name in the book, you know, and this is back in the late 20s, early 30s, 40s, especially in the 40s you know, because of World War II. So my granddad, because he used to be was spat on, you know, as in bricks thrown through windows, and the coppers wouldn't help you because there was no help there because, you know, as in, see so back then, well, society actually was racist, right, and all the Italians then had to just, as in like, help each other, and my father faced a lot of racism to my father, and he was still a young kid. A picture of my father's ID card, which he had to carry around the streets, so if it got stopped, yeah, well, this is me, this is where I live, you know. Uh, but yeah, look, I remember my father telling me something about that weren't allowed to have any radios. Yeah, and I remember that.
6: I cried so many
7: nights. Oh, God, did I cry. This 18-year-old boy, here on his own, and you couldn't find any room to rent them. It was so hard. So my cousin took me where he used to live, and I put a bed under the stage. It was double story house. And the stairs would go up, in the kitchen, and I put my bed under there. No room to put your suitcase. Nothing. Oh my God! I was. A
6: Did I cry? Every night. But to me. Um,
7: I decided I wanted to become an Australian, you know what I mean? I was here
3: mm-hmm.
7: and I said I want to learn the language, I went to night school mm-hmm. and I said if I'm in Australia, I'll have to be Australia.
6: you know what I mean, mm-hmm. I, can't,
7: I can't do anything else. People are more open-minded now, like, like, like ages ago, way back in the 1950s, you, you were told off by the Australians, UF, WOG, what are you doing here? A bit of a time that things have changed and it's have all been accepted that even if we're F-Wogs,
3: we're Aussies as well.
7: Every generation that came out here, like the Vietnamese probably went through it. Mm. Um, the African people now are probably going through
0: it. They're,
7: it's mm. just they have a hard
0: time. They... The subcontinent, all those yeah. people, yeah. Every, every wave of migration has issues.
1: It doesn't matter how many foreign people
5: this country gets, whatever is foreign to this country, it's still badly digested, badly assimilated. The metabolism of this country still goes, oh, can we do something about your name or your appearance or your attitude, that makes it comfortable for me to be in your presence and for us to relate. So I'd say that overall sorry it's a long-winded answer but overall what this country still has fear for what is different
7: I have heard a couple of people at work jokingly say oh you know what it you know I've got my best friends a wog and blah 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 and I sort of go I sort of think no no you really can't it's not really your word to use so I don't sometimes I might use it I don't really use it but I, I still, no, I'm not that comfortable. I don't like it, really.
2: Like, for me, I think I can say it because I am, and that's how I would, like, I sort of throw it around like it's a bit of a joke. Like, I say I'm a white wog or I'm a, but I know a lot of, I, I I actually remember we were in school and my one of our good friends, Elisa, we had a massive fight. And I, I think, you know, my boyfriend at the time, who was Aussie, you know, both English parents, Aussie, 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 he, like, literally slides like nothing but a day-go-wog, like, threw all these things at her, and I was sort of like,
3: ooh,
2: that did hurt a little bit. Not so much for me, but her face just dropped, and it wasn't so much that, that she would have a, he had a go at her, but it was that he, she you know, he picked on something that she couldn't avoid. You know, she's Italian, it's she, she's dark, she has a nose, you know, like, that's what happened. I don't get offended by anything like that, probably because I don't carry the... Characteristics of being Italian or 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 walk. Or they're not aware that you know I do carry that sort of um, heritage, and you know they sort of shit themselves when they know that I, when I front them and say that I am, and they're like, oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. So they sort of not, it's the wrong thing to say. One of my boys particularly
5: came home and said, "What's a wog? Oh. See now that word is passed off as. You know, fun and everything, but oh, I thought it was terrible. But um, after the Greek boys did that show, what did they call it? Wog something or other, you know. And it's like swearing, the F word, um, or even the C word. If I say, if I swear or something like that. Or if I say so-and-so, so-and-so so my daughter says, yes, no but the more you use it, the less impact it's got. So I thought, oh, well, perhaps, yeah. But when I first... When, when, when he came home and he said, what's a wog? I said, who said that to you? Oh, well, he said, Mr. So-and-so. Oh, what a terrible stab in the heart that was. You know,
6: if you had asked my father, you know, um, 25 years ago about the word wog, he'd, you know, he would, you know used to get angry at us if we ever used that word. Oh, he, obviously his generation was affected probably more racially I suppose during his young age and then as a generation goes on to say my older brother and to me and stuff it was more acceptable and it was one of those things where you are just integrating with white Australia you'd call it. What
0: was your name? Jasmina. Jasmina's surname?
8: name? Yeah. Uh,
0: Alciana. where's that from?
8: That is from, that's a mixture of Arabic and Spanish because my dad's Dad, so his side is Arabic, and then my dad's mum's side Spanish. Sorry.
0: So your dad is half Arabic, half
8: Spanish, yeah. and um, and your mum is Slovenian. Um, she's a Slovenian, Croatian, and Italian mix. Okay, so yeah, she okay. had like
0: one set of grandparents that were Slovenian and Croatian,
8: yeah. and then
0: another set. Another
8: side was um, Slovenian and Italian. So you so. are
0: Slovenian, Croatian,
2: Italian, Spanish and Arabic.
8: Yeah. Uh, so my simple answer is just a walk. That's it. <laughs> the simplest thing I could say. Uh, for me and my friends we take it as the fact of being like ethnical and stuff and like with the different languages and all that. Um, but otherwise it's yeah we don't take it personally. I mean if it was, if I was speaking to a real like pure Italian or something, I wouldn't say WOG.
0: And so to be a WOG specifically, in your generation, Mm -hmm. because you're only how old are you? Fourteen. Fourteen. Mm -hmm. That includes all the kids from where?
8: So they'd be like, there's Italy, Spain, Um, where else? There's uh, Malta, there's, I think Portugal counts as being in Spain. Um, Ethiopia, yeah, Greek too. <laughs> are any of you,
0: oh, so you call it, that's what you call each other. Yeah. Are any of you born overseas or are you all Australian born? Um, some
1: are born overseas, but most of us born here. in Australia. Um, again, I was what did call that square peg in a round hole. Nowhere in my life did I fit in anywhere. Never ever felt Australian or Italian, but I do know that Throughout my entire life, I never fitted in anywhere. Because
7: because of that, because you wanted to fit in, but you weren't in. You were still a Yeah,
1: But no,
0: if you say you're Australian.
8: They just
0: don't accept the earthquake. Right. In the 1950s, they had this April 1st like mockumentary and they made it look like yes, they were yeah, picking those. Have you ever seen that? Oh, so no, that. No. The best BBC yeah. voice here, yeah. and we were picking the yeah. spaghetti yeah. off the tree. Oh, and my and God. You, God. You're, you're, you're <laughs> YouTuber
1: You and find it. You know, you know, when my children was uh, at the school, of the primary, and the girl was in a grade four, and they were talking about the teachers, uh, about Italy and something. And then they say, who can tell me something about Italy? And a little boy said, is it true the pasta grow on the tree? (laughs) My daughter, big mouse, she said, ha, stupid. My mother do every weekend the pasta. (laughs) So the teacher called me at the school. And he said, would you please be able to come here and teach them how to do the pasta? I I love being Italian because I love because that's what I am. I'm Italian. I'm Aussie. I am what I am. I'm a mixture. I'm My grandma, my great grandma, my mum, my dad. And that's how I see it. And I am myself in the end.
2: See, for me, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never say that I'm Aussie. I'd always say, you know, I always. If you said, oh, you know, where do you come from? I say, I'm half Italian, half Scottish. I definitely embrace being Italian more now than what I used to. Like I'm so Aussie, but I'm so foggy at the same time. Well, I'll say I'm
0: Australian, but I'm born in Italy. Brooklyn, if I asked you where you come from, what would you say to me?
2: Australia. Good <laughs> That makes
6: sense. Um, I played football with guys that you always on your case about being a wog and stuff, and then years down the track, you know, particularly one guy, he was making salamis at my uncle's house, and I walked into the shed and I see him there, and I'm like, you know... My eyes are just popping out of my head. You know, it's amazing how things can change in such a little amount of time.
4: People look crazy. They'll, they'll pick apart anybody who's not close enough to what they, who, who they are. The reason why they call these groups out is because they're trying to be inclusive. And actually, by, by calling people out and making a point of it, they're trying to be inclusive, but it's not actually making them inclusive because it makes a point of saying that they're different. Well,
6: I think we are doing a wonderful job of multiple
4: no no but you are you you, you you're like your parents you're very positive about everything for Andy because he sees this as a part of our well part of this family obviously yeah but as an as an Anglo-Saxon person he can't experience certain things that you and I and the kids might experience. There's a, a complexity in living in two cultures that's really hard to describe to someone that doesn't and so the stereotype of how great and social and how much food we eat and how great the food is um, is all true but there's this kind of underbelly that's really I feel a bit, you know, you can feel a bit stuck in having to cross the two cultures.